Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, let's do it. Ty Butler in for Dan Grasso tonight. Going until 10 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN, 800-919-3776. Hit me on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler. Instagram as well, T-Y-D-B-U-T-L-E-R. About an hour from now, I've got a solution, I think, to NBA load management. Because what we saw this past weekend in the All-Star festivities was a disaster. And, and the topic of load management came up. So I think I have a way to fix that. Uh, over the course of the show, we'll also talk baseball. Spring training right around the corner. Got the Mets and the Yankees per Pakoda projected to be uh, two of the best teams in baseball. So excited to get into the conversation about that and about what the expectations should be for the Mets this year. Like what's the worst case scenario uh, that can happen without it being a failure? So we'll get into basketball. We'll get into baseball. But, of course, let's start with the football. 800-919-3776. And the NFL is kind of becoming the NBA in a sense of, like, what the offseason produces. You know, July 1st comes in the NBA, and it's all about big-time free agents, marquee free agents signing with, 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 with certain teams and how exciting that becomes. Last year in the NFL, we saw... Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill all get traded, so the stars are on the move. And, you know, it, it's beneficial to, to, to the league when you become a 24-7 year-long sport where it's not just about the games being played. You have all of these storylines that we can follow. So this year, Lamar Jackson could possibly be on the move, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. So that's, of course, where we got to start because it affects both of our local teams who are in the midst of Quarterback conversations, a quarterback conundrum, if you will. You go back to the Super Bowl, and both the Jets and the Giants have something to learn from that. When it comes to your respective conferences, this is what it takes to get past the best teams. We start in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes. This is already one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Five seasons in the NFL, he's lost three playoff games. Two to Tom Brady, one to Joe Barrow. One, uh, the, the one to Brady was in the AFC Championship game. The second, of course, coming in the Super Bowl. And then last year, losing that AFC title game at home to Joe Barrow, where Mahomes played the, the worst half uh, of his career in a big spot. But three playoff losses for Mahomes. Two to the greatest quarterback of all time. One to, I guess you can argue, a guy who might be the second best quarterback in all of football. This is what it's going to take to beat that team. Because until further notice, the AFC runs through our head. As long as you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, that combination, you are going to have to get through that team to get to the Super Bowl. So the Jets meeting with Derek Carr this past weekend, and we heard his brother say that, that we'll hear from him in a moment, uh, his brother said the free agent tour is going to be a long process. And I thought this was, when I heard this, I, I'm thinking this is excellent news for the Jets because it eliminates 
the one variable in my mind that could spell doom, and that's having to act quickly before you get a definitive answer on Aaron Rodgers. Because that became the talk, right? Like, do you strike early with Derek Carr in your building, even though you don't know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking, just because you don't want to be left with nothing? So now that we know that this process is going to be a little bit more drawn out, I think that's great news. And the Jets love Carr. They really believe he can lead them to a championship, per the reports that we read. And in Carr's defense, he's had six different head coaches, even more play callers. So even the numbers probably don't suggest how good he can be because he's had that lack of consistency. Uh, So I will say, look, if the Jets believe they can win a championship with Carr, then you obviously have to sign him. I just don't agree with that ideology. Ideology. Because as I mentioned, as it pertains to Mahomes, we know the level of quarterback play it is going to take to get out of this conference. It's no longer about defense winning championships. You either have one of the best quarterbacks in the league or you're drawing dead. Like that, that is the harsh reality, which is why I am so excited that we could really be on the precipice of one of the biggest trades in New York sports history that would immediately become the biggest trade in Jets franchise history. And that would be if Schefter at some point over the next week or so tweets, Aaron Rodgers is headed to the Jets in a deal with the Packers. I think Rodgers is the obvious choice of a car. And I understand the, the, the trepidation about, you know, his, his character and the distractions, and, you know, his age being 39. Listen, here's what I know. I, I know Aaron is a four-time league MVP. I know having him under center immediately makes you a contender. And if I break the AFC up into tiers, tier one to me is Kansas City and Cincinnati. Tier two is where you have Buffalo, assuming Lamar stays in Baltimore. That's where... They are the Chargers at some point got to have some success, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt just because they employ Justin Herbert. That That's where you are, t- tier two. It, 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 and if you're the Jets and you have Rodgers under center, I put you right there in tier two with Buffalo, with Baltimore, and with the Chargers. Whereas Derek Carr, and I just gave him the benefit of the doubt because of the, the lack of consistency he's had with that organization, with the Oakland Raiders and now Las Vegas Raiders. I, I, with Rodgers, I know he makes you an immediate contender. We've seen it. With Derek Carr, I have zero evidence he can win you a playoff game because he literally has never won you a playoff game. So that's where I am with the Jets. And, you know, call me up if you disagree, 800-919-3776. I thought it was crazy when I heard from a certain section of the Jet fan base acting like they didn't want any part of Aaron Rodgers. That, to me, is insane. You have a chance to acquire one of the five greatest quarterbacks who's ever lived for your team that is 12 years removed from from a playoff appearance. You haven't won a Super Bowl since since 69, and and you think that you're good enough to say no to Aaron Rodgers? That's crazy. So if you want to talk about the Jets, hit me up, 800-919-3776. And the other team in town, the Giants, I don't mean to say that disrespectfully. They are the team in town football, the Giants. Uh, So we talk about Mahomes. For the Giants, it's you watch Jalen Hurts and what he was able to do on the biggest stage in the biggest game of his life, four total touchdowns in that Super Bowl. His offense put up 35 points. Do you believe that you currently employ a guy who at some point, if you're giving him four or five years on this contract, 
who at some point can mature into that level of quarterback caliber that can take down the likes of Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, uh, Kyle Shanahan's 49ers, whoever they employ a quarterback. They could put Harvey Cruz at quarterback, and they're going to roll out of bed and get to the NFC Championship game with the amount of talent they have. And then, uh, obviously, the Cowboys are there, and we all publicly dismiss the Cowboys because it's fun to do with all the jokes. But it, the Giants haven't beaten them since Dak's rookie, Dak's rookie year in 2016, so they're obviously a player. Do you currently have a guy in Daniel Jones who is capable of getting you past those teams? Because my question, and it's the question the Giants have to ask themselves, what's Daniel Jones' ceiling? That's what they have to figure out. Daniel Jones is a top-blank quarterback at his absolute apex. When he has the weapons, when he is better along in this system under Dable, when the roster around him is much better than it was last year, Daniel Jones is a top-blank quarterback in the league. And by the way, so the reports come out yesterday that he might be asking for $45 million a year, and everyone's knee-jerk reaction is, you know, he's crazy. He's not crazy. He, of course he should ask for that. Doesn't mean the Giants have to pay him. This is how negotiations work. He has his number in mind. The Giants have their number in mind. At some point, they'll meet somewhere in the middle. I think the Giants are in a position where this clearly has to be their number one option. So Daniel Jones has a little bit of some leverage here. Because what's their alternative? He's the best option available. The Packers, if they trade Rodgers, said they're not dealing him within the NFC Derek Carr, I don't believe to be a significant enough upgrade over Daniel Jones to where you interrupt and disrupt the synergy that Jones has within this organization, with the coaching staff, within that locker room, and with the players. Now, if Lamar Jackson becomes available, obviously that's a pivot you make for a former league MVP who's still young and very dynamic and still one of the best quarterbacks in the league once he's healthy. But if 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 that's not on the table... Then, then Daniel Jones has to be the best option. Now, I don't necessarily think that it's going to lead to him getting paid $45 million a year, but he should ask for that. Earlier on in the negotiations, he should ask for that. It feels like we're trending toward this you know, being a franchise tag situation where he's going to have to go out there and once again prove himself. And if you're the Giants, it's kind of a win-win, right? Because if he if he does prove he's worth that money, then it means you've got yourself a legitimate quarterback who can battle uh, those elite teams in the NFC and get you to a Super Bowl. And if you don't, now you, you have avoided making that bad mistake of paying an average quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Barrow-type money, and you're now tied to him for the next three, four, five years. So what's Daniel Jones' ceiling? That's what the Giants have to figure out. If you want to call up about that, 800-919-3776. Hit me on Twitter, Ty D. Butler. We'll keep the conversation rolling on the Jets and on the Giants. It is exciting to talk about quarterbacks. We've, we've gotten to the point, though, I'll be honest, as a diehard Jet fan, where we're at that emotional point of no return where if the Rodgers thing doesn't happen, I'm going to be crushed. I'll be heartbroken because I really do legitimately see this team making some noise. I'm not going to come out here and guarantee a Super Bowl because when you've got Patrick Mahomes in your conference, like he's the favorite anytime he steps on the field. 
But do they they do they immediately become a contender? Absolutely, and I'm excited for it. 800-919-3776. Ty Butler in for Dan Grasso. We roll until 10 o'clock, where at that point, Larry Hardesty takes over right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. A shout out to the K-Show, Michael K, Don LeGrecq, and Peter Rosenberg for letting me hop on, hop on the program and do a little crosstalk. That was fun. Now I see why. So I kept ripping... Like, oh, and we're going to get into the NBA in, in hour number two, but you, you look at like all the stars who don't want to compete in the dunk contest. Could you imagine having to go up there by yourself and and dunk in front of you know the best dunkers of all time? That's how I felt sitting in that studio with them. I'm, I'm, I'm next to all-time greats. Get a little nervous talking to those guys. But I had to tell Michael, listen, like I, I understand you, you can have your reservations about the Jet defense because they gave up the one big play. But you, the, when when you when you're giving your team zero quarterback play, it's hard to really pin it on the defense. They're exhausted. They're on the field, and I think that's what happened last year. They got off to that seven and four start, and they just kind of lost it because you just your, your offense can't even pick up first downs, which it's embarrassing. It's deflating. Knowing that every time out there you have to pitch a shutout emotionally and physically, that takes a toll on you. So I think I, I think they ran out of gas late. You give me one of the best quarterbacks of all time to a team that last year started seven and four, and yes, enter them into the con- the, the contender conversation. That's how I see it. By the way, I want to make something clear, and I'll get to your phone calls eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So I always got on Nick fans in the past because I think it's it, it is lunacy for you to be a team or you to be a fan of, of a struggling team and every time there's a star available you find a way to, to diminish their value Nick fans Anthony Davis comes out trade requests Nick fans didn't want him he's injury prone people forget this but when Kevin Durant was, was a free agent there were some Nick fans who don't want him injured goods uh, Donovan Mitchell last year, don't want him, small guard, inefficient, can't play defense. Look what Donovan Mitchell's doing now. So I, I, I feel like I'm committing the sin that I got on Nick fans for. I'm not saying I don't want Derek Carr because Derek Carr would be a clear upgrade. 
And for all the reasons I mentioned about what he didn't have in Vegas, I think he can actually become better than what his numbers suggested. It's just that when you start flirting with one of the five greatest of, uh, ever at that position, <laughs> hard for me to, in that moment in real time, say, yeah, D- Derek Carr is the guy I want to go after. Now, if Rodgers comes out of this, this dark hole or this darkness retreat and says he's going back to Green Bay, which I don't see happening. You see all the reports about how they don't want him back. Or if he's retiring, which is another thing I don't see happening. But if there is an answer not named New York Jets, then sure, I would sign up for Derek Carr. He's young, gives you some some stability, and I saw last year that if you just give me average quarterback play, which Derek Carr is better than, but just give me average quarterback play and you're into the playoffs. So, of course, I take that. It's just that when you got Aaron Rodgers sitting out there who might be interested, I'm going for the 10 and not the 6.5. 800-919-3776. Ty D. Butler on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get it popping on these phone lines. Batting leadoff is James in Spring Valley. What is up, James? Talk to me. What's going on, Ty D. Butler? Gotta give big shouts to the company. Now listen, man. Listen, Ty. I love you, man. We go way back. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think you should go after Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. You you deserve better. Aaron Rodgers is aloof. He's weird. He's an out there guy. He's with his uh, easy washer or whatever it is he's on. I'm not taking away from his talent. He's a great quarterback, but it kind of reminds me of the Brett Favre era that you guys had way back in 08 when you guys got him. I think the safe, smart play for your New York Jets is get Derek Carr. He's a good guy. Everyone likes him. You'll be a playoff team. You went 7-10 and 10 with Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike White. And I think for your guys' sake, just get a guy like Derek Carr. Stay away from Rodgers. He's going to make you upset. And just go for Derek Carr. You'll be a playoff team, and you'll be happy. All right, so here's where I disagree with you. And I'll keep you on the line just for a moment. First of all, when you say that you're going to be unhappy with Rodgers. All I saw Rodgers do in Green Bay for three straight seasons was go 13-3 and three and win two MVPs, get to an NFC Championship game. So I'll sign up for 13-3 and three in an AFC Championship game. That won't make me unhappy. This idea that we should settle for Derek Carr just because Rodgers comes with so much extra baggage, I think that's being overblown to some degree. Now, you could not like what he says sometimes, and it, it can be annoying, but if he's giving you excellent quarterback play and you're winning games, no one's going to care about that. That's fair. That is a fair point. I'm just saying because I don't know if he even wants to come here. That's another thing. But if he does, yeah, I get what you mean because the Jets really haven't sniffed postseason success since, you know, maybe 2009, 10. So I get your point. All I'm just saying is I guess I'm just trying to save the Jet fan from inevitable heartbreak. And I'm not saying Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. I mean, besides, if you take a guy in Derek Carr that took a Raiders team to the playoffs just a couple of seasons ago, I think you'd sign up for that. It's been, it's been 10, 11, 12 years since the Jets made the playoffs. Yeah, 12 years. It's been so long. Listen, I'll take it's them both. Been so long. I appreciate the call. I'll take them both, obviously. But – if like this never happens and another thing i want to mention so so i just remembered like we we have to stop with the revisionist history because i think what happens with jet fans sometimes is that we remember the Favre experience incorrectly so in 2008 when the jets traded for Favre, through the first 11 games they were eight and three on their way to the playoffs Favre got hurt and that pretty much destroyed the, their season 
But you look at the couple of games right before the injury, they're putting up big offensive numbers. If the Jets get to the playoffs and go on a run, no one's talking about that as a failed trade. Now, he left after one season. You know, he he got to where he wanted to be. But if the Jets next year start the season 8-3, and three, you think we're going to be complaining about that? And by the way, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, a better quarterback than, than Brett Favre. So I think they have a higher ceiling. And, and, and again, so this is no disrespect to Derek Carr. It's just that he's not Aaron Rodgers. If we start the offseason with Aaron Rodgers not being on the table as an option, then I'm signing up for Derek Carr in a heartbeat. It's just, I mean, when you tell me you got a chance to add that guy, it, it, it's hard to come down from, from such a high. 800-919-3776. We head to Newark and talk to Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey. Uh, what up? How are you? What's good, man? I'm feeling uh, good. How you doing? Good, good. So I'm going to play. I'm a Jeff fan as well. Just going to play devil's advocate with okay. two points with the car. I love Aaron it. Aaron Rodgers. I love it. So Aaron Rodgers, and I'll just pose it as a question. We, we, well, now I won't even pose it as a question, but he's won a Super Bowl. But if we look at what he's done in the past decade, painfully short and, and disappointing in the playoffs, specifically and glaringly at home. It's just a part of his story. There's no way around it, right? So that's my first point. And, and Derek, All right. oh, Wait, one. Jay, Jay, hang on, Jay. I'll, I'll, I promise I will let you get to your second point. But So yep. you say you're a Jets fan, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. Which means you are in the midst of rooting for a team that right now has the longest playoff drought in the NFL. I haven't been there since 2010. So when we talk about Rodgers choking in the playoffs, what we're really saying is, as a Jets fan, who again, hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years, we are too good to have a guy get us to the AFC Championship game as the one seed and lose. Because that's what you're talking about, the choking. Like the Packers are having the best record in the in, in the NFC, having home games and losing, you know, to the Niners in the divisional round or losing at home a couple years. What was that? 2020, they lost to Brady's Bucks at home as the one seed. We're really talking about him losing in the title game as disappointments as if we're not Jet fans and, and we wouldn't sign up for being in a championship game. So that's just crazy to me. Well, part of that point, you know, part of that point, and it's not that you interrupt me, but part of the point was you could get away with that in Green Bay, those shortcomings, but they're magnified 100 times in New York. You know what I'm saying? If you get to the playoffs and you could directly see his gameplay as to why you lost, it is a completely different animal when you do that in New York that Monday and that Tuesday when they're talking about it than when it happens in Green Bay. But, and listen, I'm not saying I won't be happy and ecstatic if we got from Aaron Rodgers, I'm just saying that that's something that you can't overlook, that he is consistently bad in the playoffs, at home as well. So that's the first point, and you answered it. Second point is, if they are still not, you know, going to throw away Zach um, 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 Wilson, right, and you want a guy that he can learn from, and you want a guy that's going to show him how to be a professional, don't you feel that Derek Carr will be a better person to have? Well, I'm not I, honestly, Jay, and I appreciate the call. I'm not thinking about Zach Wilson right now. I, I'm I'm trying to win a championship. Joe Douglas and and Robert Sala head into next season. And it doesn't have to be announced publicly. Publicly, but we know there is a playoff mandate. We are, you, you are not even thinking about Zach Wilson right now. You've got a chance 
to get to the playoffs, and if things break the right way, go on a run. You're not you're not thinking about you know him tutoring the next guy. That's not that's not on your mind. And by the way, so I I, I don't want to come across as if I'm excusing Rodgers' postseason failures. Those those are well documented. But you say in New York it gets magnified when it's when it's directly on you. The reasons why they lost. I mean, just off the top of my head, 2014, the game in Seattle, lost on an onside kick. Brandon Bostic shouldn't have been there. That that should be Jordy Nelson's ball. 2015, he loses all his receivers. He's throwing Hail Marys to Jeff Janis. They get to overtime, never touch the ball. You know, 2016, they get blown out by that, that high-powered Falcons offense, John Coons fumbling in the end zone. So, yeah, there's, there are certainly, like, two years ago when they lose that home game to the Niners, I, I point that on Rodgers. Uh, when they lost to the Buccaneers, you know, his inability to get into the red zone on that third down play when he could have run it for a touchdown, yeah, you can say that's on Rodgers. But you can't put all of their postseason failures on them, on him. Some of it was bad defense, as I mentioned, special teams. It's not all on him. If the Jets... With Rodgers losing the AFC Championship game to Mahomes next year, you think New York media is going to be destroying him? I I think that's crazy. 800-919-3776. Getting a lot of love on the phone line, so keep them coming. Hit us up on Twitter, too, Ty D. Butler. We're going until 10 o'clock tonight. Continue to talk Jets. Continue to talk Giants. We will transition to basketball later on, fixing the load management issue. And I do want to get into the baseball conversation. I'm excited for the Yankee season. But with the excitement comes, like, if you're a Yankee fan, already looking at the negatives. <laughs> like, that, like, that's just something you do. It, it, it's natural to be excited. Opening day comes. And then immediately we're like, all right, well, wake me up when we're beating the Astros in the playoffs. So we'll talk about that. Uh, 800-919-3776. We roll along right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Gomez underscore 04 with this tweet because it brought up something that I wanted to mention tonight. The only thing I'm scared of, he says, uh, he, he says, I'm scared of about Rodgers is it kind of reminds me of the Nets going all in on a crazy guy and it ended up not working. Guys, we really need to stop with the Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving comparisons. Like the, it, it's, it's not even, there's no correlation at all. None whatsoever. Rodgers 
is a top five quarterback in NFL history, was the best was the best player on a team that won a championship, and then was the best player on a team that was a contender every single year he was in Green Bay. That's never been Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is not one of the five best players ever, one of the five best point guards ever. He's not in the same room as Rodgers as far as talent, as far as accomplishments. Rodgers, four MVPs. Kyrie Irving has never gotten a single MVP vote. Rodgers, since 2018, has missed one game because he had COVID. That was last year against the Chiefs. Meanwhile, all we talked about on the station was Kyrie never wanted to show up for work. Never wanted to show up for work. 55% of his games he played in as a net. Let's stop comparing these two guys. It's garbage. But we continue. 800-919-3776. We go ahead to Lincoln Park to talk to Lou. What up, Lou? Hey, what's going on, see, um, uh, Oh, no. Um, Lou? Can you hear me? Yeah, your phone line sounds bad. Is there a way we can get you off a speaker or a Bluetooth? or We'll, we'll figure you out on the other side of the glass and, and, and bring you back in. Let's, uh, let's talk to Andre in Brooklyn. What's up, Andre? Hey, hey, thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure What's up, man? To you. Of course. Um, I'm I'm all in on Rodgers. Like, uh, people are ridiculous. Like, no other quarterback, with the exception of Lamar Jackson, gives you the ability to compete with a Buffalo, compete with a, uh, a Cincinnati, to compete with Kansas City. No other quarterback in the league can do that right now. That includes Tom Brady, which I would – I would just never be a Jet fan if they ever did that again. But truth be told, that other guy, I don't know what the hell he was smoking. I've been a Jet fan for 47 years, buddy. Oh, I don't know what you're you. talking about. The, the guy that was talking about, oh, Rogers, this, Rogers, that. First of all, he did a lot of his stuff without any talent, without any help. For years, they didn't draft receivers. They didn't draft better linemen. He did it on Rogers' magic. And that's what I'm looking for. He is my second favorite quarterback in the league, and I will I will buy a Rodgers jersey. I only own three own three jerseys: Patrick Ewing, Carmelo Anthony, and Keyshawn Johnson. That's it. There we. I don't Andre, own any other jersey. Andre, yeah. if, if so, you would you would do a lot to get Aaron Rodgers the quarterback of this team. I would I would give what we're capable of giving. We have a lot to give. What? I would give. Uh, uh, two receivers that we have that we don't really use that don't but, want to be there anyway. But how about personally? Give, uh, personally, what, what personally, what would you give up that matters to you for Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of your favorite football team? Something, I would give up chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, you don't know. I eat a lot of candy. <laughs> I would give up chocolate for Aaron Rodgers for one year. If you were asked to to engage in that four day dark retreat, would you do it? If it meant Aaron Rodgers? Hell yeah. I used to live in a room in Brooklyn when I was younger, and and once you closed that door, it was like you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. <laughs> so, yeah, I could do the doctors. I got my best sleep in. There you go. I love it, RJ. Appreciate you making the call. She's, Thank you for taking the call. Of course. And you guys are going to have to drop him on that. Uh, so I don't want to come across as if I'm being an Aaron Rodgers apologist. I, I understand he's had his shortcomings in the playoffs, I did not love the, you know, the, what did he say about the vaccination, the immunized. I, I, I didn't love that interaction. I didn't love what he said there. There are times when he has bad body language on the field, when he's missing throws and he's showing publicly that he feels like a receiver ran the wrong route. Like there, there are certain parts of 
what he presents himself to be on the field that I don't love. The you know what I love the you know him doing the Pat McAfee show every week. There are certain things that bother you, and then on top of that, him being thirty nine. It's not like you get older and healthier and more athletic. So it, it there is a risk associated with it. But this is coming from a place of desperation. Like the Jets have just been so bad for so long. You have a chance to acquire elite level talent in a conference where that's the, what the standard is when you look at all the quarterbacks, Mahomes and Herbert and Burrow and Allen and Lamar Jackson. And a new and improved Russell Wilson with Sean Payton as his quarterback. And then within your division, a really good Dolphins team. That's why I'm saying I I would prefer to have him over Carr. Because I know that Rodgers, you you can bring up him feeling in the NFC Championship game. Sign me up for the AFC Championship game. Uh, If that's what failure is, sign me up for failure. Let's go to Belmar and talk to Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Hey, how you doing tonight? What's up? Doing well, man. Doing well. What, what you got on your mind tonight? Yeah, so I just wanted to say that I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Okay, I think so correct me. Understand. Correct me. I'm excited. Yeah, I want to me. try to correct you Put me here. in my place, so Andrew. Two, I'm going to try. So there's two things that I want as a fan. Option one or two. The best, obviously, is if I could win a Super Bowl, right? Okay. That's obviously one. That would be amazing. I don't care what happens besides for that. The other thing would be to be in the playoffs consistently as a contender. Okay. So my logic is that I'm not convinced that Aaron Rodgers with the Jets over the next two years is going to have a higher chance of winning a Super Bowl than, than over the next five years with Derek Carr. Because his two years is so, so short, and they're, they're never going to be better than, than Mahomes. That's not even with Rodgers. An old Rodgers is not better than Mahomes. Well, just be that things go their way, which could happen. Mm-hmm. But it's more likely over five years than two years, even with a much lesser quarterback. Based on what? Just because probability. You're never going to be the best team. No, the let me ask. Not being wait, hang on. No, because so if it's based on prob- probability, give me the equation that says that over the next two years, that you're less likely to win a Super Bowl than you are over the next five years with Derek Carr. Like what? Like what is that based because on? Because my point. My point is, even with Aaron Rodgers, they're still not being all okay, around I the better that. team. I get that. I, I get you feeling that way. But give me the Derek Carr part of this and why you feel more confident in him over a five-year run than you would Rodgers at, 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 over a two-year run. Because I think the likelihood is they're not going to win a Super Bowl, whichever one we have. So therefore, I'd rather have five years over two years. But un, in the unlikely event that they win, I don't think it's more probable over two years with Rodgers than five years with Carr. Okay. And I'd rather have five years of enjoyment than two years because probably with Rodgers it'll only be two years and with Carl it'll be five years and we won't, win the, we won't win the Super Bowl either way. We'll just be a contender for five years except for two, which so, is much better. So, Andrew, you think Derek Carr can win you playoff games? Oh, sure, 100%. With a good team around him, you bet. Despite the fact that he literally has never done that in his career. Okay, he never had the right things around him. Look at Daniel Jones, right? He won a playoff game this year. Last year, you asked me about Daniel Jones, I would say, hey, he's never going to win a playoff game. Things switched very quickly. Okay. And he has a lot of talent. No, I agree with that part, Andrew, and I appreciate the call. I, I, I think he has a lot of talent. And I did make the case that, that you just made. Maybe he's better than what his numbers are, and in the right situation, he can he can be an improved quarterback. I, I don't think he's getting to the level of the guys that we mentioned. Because if you don't have, and that's that's the the harsh reality is, if you don't have an elite quarterback, you are drawing dead. 
especially in this conference. Now, like there are outliers, of course. Like the Niners didn't have an elite quarterback. They had a, a you know, the last pick in the draft, Brock Purdy. But that's a system where it feels like anyone who Kyle Shanahan plugs in is just awesome. And he's one of, if not the best mind offensively in football. They've got a ton of talent on both ends of the ball. League's best defense and one of the top offenses. But for the most part, the blueprint is give me one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and then that's how you're telling me you are contending for a Super Bowl. Uh, Lou in Lincoln Park is back. Maybe he's got a better connection this time. What's up, Lou? Hey, Gio. Yeah, can you hear me now? You just call me Gio? No, nah, I said T. Oh, T. Okay, yes, now I can hear you. What's up, Lou? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I was hearing you earlier talking about Daniel Jones' peak. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say, I mean, he's an average regular season quarterback. Uh, that playoff win was, let's say, a big win for his career and also the Giants organization, you know, with us losing for so many years, but that's a whole different other situation. But, I don't want to compare him to Eli because Eli was his own person. Uh, uh, Jones is like, no, his, his own person. But in the postseason, I feel like you could tell he actually performs a little bit better than the regular season. So I feel like his peak is going to be seen more in the postseason if they do make that postseason. So, okay. That's, I... that's my I hear you, and like there's there's definitely so, so the thing about Daniel Jones that creates such a fascinating part of you know how we have this and how we frame this discussion is there there is a part of me that in a weird way follow me feels like him legitimately not having weapons last year helped his case because his raw numbers aren't great, but now because of that we're judging him a bit on a curve. So now we're going to try to envision what he would look like with great receivers. And then on top of that, we say, okay, now you're a, a, a year, um, one more year into the system with Brian Dable. So Dable's getting better. Everyone else around you is getting better. So we have this appetite for watching it unfold. And it adds a little bit of intrigue. Whereas let's, let's just say Jones had Eagles receivers last year. And put up those same numbers. We're like, eh, solid, solid season. Won a playoff game, but we're, no way in hell we're paying you forty million a year. So the fact that we're judging him on a curve leaves a little bit of entry because you you wonder what he will look like with with better receivers. I just have a hard time believing that he's ever going to mature and develop that significantly. Where. Now we're talking about, like, the next time the Giants are playing in an NFC championship game, you envision Daniel Jones under center? I don't know, maybe. But I'll admit I was wrong about Jones. I, I, I didn't think there was any chance he was getting a second contract with the Giants. And he, he proved me wrong because what, the, what he put on display last year, with, you know, both through the air and with his legs and the decision-making, cutting down on the turnovers at just eight last year, was impressive. Another question mark was, can he stay healthy, played in every game, except the one that didn't matter? So he did impress me last year. It's just about figuring out uh, the, the question I posed at the top. When Daniel Jones is at his absolute best, he is a blank quarterback in the league. How high does he climb? 800-919-3776. We continue with the phone calls on the Jets and Rodgers, the Giants, and Daniel Jones. We'll talk some basketball, talk some baseball as well. 
Got a bone to pick with uh, the producers. So we'll get to that. Whole lot of fun to have. Ty Butler in for Dan Grasso right here on 9870 ESPN. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Really going to dodge the bullet, Harvey? I don't want to jinx it. So I believe in the notion that you can speak things into existence, which conversely means that I also think that like you can be a jinx. It's February, man. We still haven't gotten that big snowstorm. It's 43 degrees outside. It hasn't been a frigid winter. You think we're going to really get to the other side with, you know, dodging that bullet? I mean, what are you doing? I don't want to do it, but... You it, just did it, though. See, the kids, as they say, are calling it manifesting. You're trying to manifest snow outside no, the door. No, I'm not. No, I'm, no, I'm not. But I, I get excited when when I feel like we're on the cusp of really you know, avoiding the, the catastrophe because the winter is the worst season and you just get annoyed every year when it's coming because it's so, so cold outside. But we haven't gotten hit with anything. I'm looking at my phone right now and look at the 10-day forecast and all I see is one, two days of rain, two days of strong wind, and that's really it. So I think we might do it. I'm calling it now. Which which to me means that... that Stop the count. That, that Groundhog Day is full of fraud. And that, <laughs> that, that Groundhog as well doesn't know what he's doing, can't predict the weather. So I think we should just get rid of it. Stop the count. 800-919-3776. Tidy Butler on Twitter and Instagram. Back to the phone lines. Uh, let's talk to Chris, who's in the boogie down, the BX. What's up, Chris? What's up, Ty? What's going on, my brother? How you feeling tonight? I'm good, man. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Yeah, of course, no doubt. But first and foremost, I just want to say you're a great personality, man, and I've been listening to Talk Radio all my life. You're one of my favorite people to listen to now. Wow. So I'm doing you, and I know you admire the Michael K. Show and all them guys. Brother, you're going to be there yourself in 5, 10, 15 years. You're a talent, brother. So I, really, I really appreciate that, man. That 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 was very nice of you. I really, I really, really appreciate that. You're welcome, my brother. So, and I appreciate everything you do for us. So, listen, man, I don't understand how everybody, I'm a diehard Jeff fan. I don't understand how people could call on one side or the other. Because keeping it real, I started like you. Aaron Rodgers, two years, give it to me, this and that. But what I think people are missing, and I know you're saying that um, Tyler and Douglas, they don't really care about Wilson. But if there's a man that's coming from up above, talking about we need to really keep Wilson and try to groom him. That's going to factor in. And I think that everything weighs on that. Because if you're going to bring Rodgers in, yeah, undoubtedly for two years, I mean, you know, he can make noise and everybody's making great points about, you know, other than all the nonsense about his off-the-field antics. Whatever. I care about what you do on the field. So I understand everybody, but if you bring him in and there's that mandate that we need to develop Wilson, I think Carr is the better option in that sense. And I also think that in the long term, because after two, three years, where are we going to be? I don't want to, you know, I've been rocking with the Jets my whole life. I'm 51 tomorrow. I don't want to be back here in three years for the next decade doing the 
doing the quarterback carousel, where Carr seems to be, A, if you want longevity, Carr is the better decision, but then you're going to think about a Wilson. And that's why I think it always down to what is the organization going to do with Zach Wilson. I think that's the key piece, because either way we're going to improve. But I just wanted to know what you thought in terms of, like, are you really willing two years to maybe make some noise and probably not win the Super Bowl in the next two years? I think it's going to take a little longer, irrespective of who's there, but then get back to the same carousel we've been on all these years? I don't know, man. I mean, me, I was all for Rodgers, but keeping it real. Right now, after a week or so of this, you know, back and forth, I got to be honest, man. I think I'm leaning towards Carr, and that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I appreciate the love. I appreciate the call, Chris. I, I just find it so interesting that you can be a fan of a team that has given you they've given you nothing of 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 significance to be happy about in the last decade nothing the closest you actually came was what was it 2015 week 17 in buffalo ryan fitzpatrick three second half interceptions like that was the closest you came to get into the playoffs but for the most part that your season has been over after october which is an embarrassment so for you to be that fan of this team and say, you know what? I know we might have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Probably not going to happen, but we might have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Meaning you have them getting to the playoffs, probably having them win a, winning a game or two. And you wouldn't take that because, one, he might not be the guy to tutor Zach Wilson. And, two, where are, where are we going to be in three years? Man, I can't worry about three years from now. I'm focused on a team that I know has talent on both sides. Talent on both sides. And even if you don't think they're a quarterback away from winning, what you what is inarguable is you add Aaron Rodgers to this team, they're in the playoffs, they're, they're a player, and you're willing to punt on that because you're worried about Zach Wilson and you're worried about the future. I say this with all due respect. You are absolutely out of your mind. Hour number two coming up next right here on 98.7 ESPN.